Hi friends, happy Magical Monday. I'm TJ. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to another episode of the Wish Upon a Sparks podcast. We're super glad you're here. So glad that you're here. Um, It's the episode after our one year uh, anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, so excited. I can't believe we've been doing this for over a year now. It's kind of wild. Kind of wild. What movie were you talking about today? Today we're talking about Chicken Little. Whoop, whoop. It was actually really fun. I have uh, never seen it before. Yeah, this is one of those that I hadn't seen before. Um, I thought it was super cute. I actually liked it a lot. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Like the plot's kind of eh, but the, like the act, like the characters are super sweet and funny, and it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, probably. it was really good. Um, you want to kick us off with a plot summary? I can do that. Okay, go. Okay, anyway. I'm not, I'm not editing that out. <laughs> anyway. Um, in the town of Oaky Oaks, Ace Chicken Little Clock rings the school bell and warns. What is funny? <laughs> no, his last name was a cluck. I mean, I knew it, but like hearing it actually said. Anyways, continue. Okay. He rings the school bell and warns everyone to run for their lives. This sends the whole town into a frenzied panic. Eventually, the head of the fire department calms down enough to ask what is ask him what's going on. He explains that the sky is falling because a piece of sky shaped like a stop sign had fallen on his head when he was sitting under the big oak tree in town square. However, he is unable to find the piece. His father, Buck Ace Cluck, um, who was once a high school baseball star, assumes that this piece of sky was just an acorn that had fallen off the tree and hit him in the head, making Chicken Little the laughing stock of the town. Yes. A year later, Chicken Little has become infamous in the town for being prone to ruin everything accidentally. His only friends are outcasts like himself, Abby Mallard, nicknamed Ugly Duckling, Runt, who is a gigantic pig, and Fish Out of Water, who's literally a fish out of water, who wears a helmet full of tap water. Um, trying to help, Abby encourages Chicken Little to talk to his father, but he only wants to make his dad proud of him. He joins the school's baseball team to recover his reputation and his father's pride, but is made last until the ninth inning of the uh, last game. So basically he never gets put in the game to play hardly ever. Uh, Chicken Little is reluctantly called to bat by the coach, even though the coach is sure that he will lose the game for them and urges him not to swing. Uh, Chicken Little hits the ball and makes it past first, second, and third bases, but is met at home plate by the outfielders. He tries sliding onto the home plate, but is touched by the ball. While it is presumed he lost the game, the umpire brushes away the dust revealed Chicken Little's foot is barely touching home plate, thus declaring Chicken Little safe and the game won. Chicken Little is hailed as a hero for winning the pennant. Later that night, back at home, Chicken Little is hit on the head yet again by the same piece of the sky, only to find out that it is not a piece of the sky, but a panel that blends into the background, which which would thereby explain why Chicken Little was unable to find it last time. Um, And he calls his friends over to um, help figure out what it is. When Fish pushes a button on the back of the hexagon, it flies into the sky, taking Fish with it. It turns out to be a part of the camouflage of an invisible UFO piloted by two aliens in metallic armor. After Chicken Little, Abby, and Runt rescue Fish, they discover that the aliens are heading to Earth. The two aliens find out attack the group, and chase them through a cornfield. They rush back to the school where Chicken Little rings the bell to warn everyone, but the aliens escape, leaving an orange alien child behind. No one, once again, believes the story of the alien invasion, and Chicken Little's reputation is thus ruined again. The next morning, he and his friends discover the orange alien named Kirby, and a few minutes later, a whole fleet of alien ships descend on the town and start what appears to be an invasion. The invasion is a misunderstanding, as the two aliens are looking for their lost child and attack only out of concern. As the aliens ram 
rampage through Oki Oaks, vaporizing everything in their path, Chicken Little realizes he must return Kirby to his parents to save the planet. First, though, he must confront his father and regain his trust. In the invasion, Buck, now regaining his pride and trust in his son, defends him from the aliens until they get vaporized. It is then discovered that the aliens weren't vaporizing people, but teleported them aboard the UFO. It turns out the aliens were touring Earth and came across the town for its acorns. It is. It also reveals that the alien, alien family ship has a broken camo panel that could fall and hit someone in the head. And they tell you that like they come back every single year for this acorn. So this is definitely the piece that hit Chicken Little in a year ago. Yes. Um, after everything is, is explained, the apologetic aliens return everything back to normal and everyone is grateful for Chicken Little's efforts to save the town. Another year later, Chicken Little, Buck, his friends, and the citizens of Oki Oaks watch an in-universe movie depicting an extremely fanciful retelling of the events that transpired, portraying Chicken Little as an action hero named Ace. And that's how it ends. Yep. Super cute. Very cute. What are your um? What are your initial thoughts of this movie, Courtney? Like, what do you what do you think of it? I just think it's funny and sad. Yeah. It has very sound, sad undertones with like almost like comedy as the defense mechanism well yeah that's like a classic animated film trope um i totally agree i thought it was hilarious i really enjoyed it um i don't think it would win any academy awards or anything but like it's not the most clunky movie that we've watched so far no There's, and it's like a cute kids movie. it's a cute kids movie like i would definitely turn this on in the background when we're falling asleep or if i was like cleaning the house or something like this movie might be one of those I mean, I'm not going to put it in the same category as like Shrek or A Bug's Life, but like those are two background movies for me that I love to put on. I would add this to that category of like a great background movie. Yeah. It's like really cute. Um, watching it for the first time um, was really enjoyable, and um, I can definitely see why maybe some people wouldn't like it, but overall, um, good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like a good family movie for okay. sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, to go into our first um, questions. Which I always favorite forget. character. Favorite character. What is your favorite character in this movie? Okay. Um, I really like Runt, which is like the really fat pig. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Hilarious. And um, Abby, the ugly duck. Yeah. And I really just think the porcupine. He's not like one of my favorite characters or anything. <laughs> I just think though. he's really funny and he's like too cool for school. Yeah. Like, he's always like, whoa. Whoa. Or no. No. Yeah, no. It just is like, he has like these one-word answers, and he's always wearing his sunglasses, and it's just as funny. It is funny. My favorite character is Fish Out of Water, and that's very off-brand for me, because I normally pick the main character. I really do like Chicken Little a lot. I like Chicken Little. Like, he's definitely my second favorite character, but Fish Out of Water is freaking hilarious. He is really funny. He's so he's always pop-locking and dropping it. Like, he's just like... Yeah, he's down. hilarious. I think Kirby is cute, too. Oh, the little child? Yeah, Kirby's really cute, too. I totally agree. Um, what about least favorite character? Least favorite character, I would have to say, is the fox. And oh, she's the... And he comes around in the end, but... That was a girl. Isn't it a girl? The fox is a girl. Yeah. The lady fox. Lady fox, yeah. I don't know what her name is. Um, her name oh, is you were saying Foxy Loxy. You said he comes around in the end. You were starting to name another character. Yeah. Okay, continue. Sorry. I got confused by your phrasing. That was my bad. Sorry, I'm not always correct with my English. No, no, no. I don't think your English was incorrect. I think I just misunderstood you. Um, Who's the other character you were going to say? The, the dad. 
But yes. Um, he's frustrating, actually. He's a really frustrating. Yeah. And he comes around in the end, but it just is... <sighs> it is a lot. Like... Your kid has already lost so much. I know. Obviously, you don't. Mom's there's gone. not a mom. You don't know what happened to the mom. But to just like he's already like small. He gets made fun of. He's not popular. He's like a weird kid. And he's then, little. Like, you he wears glasses. Even, he's not athletic. Like he's it, nerdy. Yeah. He's like quirky. And then you just don't even believe in him or give him a chance about anything until like he basically has to like slap you in the face with evidence. And it just is. It's really sad and disheartening. And I just I wish. I don't know. Yeah, you know it's that, really annoying. It is really annoying. You know what that showed me though? It showed me that I think when we're parents, um, I think that I'm definitely going to trust our kids no matter what the evidence says. When I say that, when I say that by like, let's say there's no evidence at all, I'm going to trust our kids until there's evidence that they're lying or until there's evidence that it's not true. I'm going to just trust them because he was so destroyed by the fact that his dad wouldn't believe him, and he it yes. was true. Like, and his was dad true. was just going with whatever the town was saying, so yeah. they didn't look bad. Or he, they made it look like where they were, I mean, they were going to look bad regardless, but like to look the least embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it, that kind of, which I think, I hope that, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of parents that watch this and felt that same thing. I'm not the parents yet, but like when we are, like I definitely will think, this may, will make me think like, dang, I want to believe my kids. Like if there's if there's no evidence either way then i'm going to choose to believe them and you know stand by them which i wish the dad would have done i wish the dad would have just stood by him and been like hey yeah you know let's just keep this quiet for now but like i want you to know like i know that something happened and i know that you believe it so like let's talk about it but like anyways and figure out together figure it like, out together yeah especially like as a kid like your parents are the ones who are supposed to champion you and make you like help you in life until you can live life on your own yeah and then for you someone that's supposed to champion you and believe in you and love and love for you care for you just to constantly like disregard what you're thinking and feeling is just so disheartening yeah it is and it happens way more often than we all like to admit um so just we gotta do better as people we gotta do better as people yeah I would I would extend that like really quick while we're on that. I would extend that to people that are in your circle. Like if there's people that you love and care about that are in your circle, like family members, friends, which I mean, let's be real, friends are really family, like because you choose them, right? Like friends yeah. are your family that you don't that you can choose. Yeah. Like if there's people in your circle, like choose to believe them. Choose choose to trust them. Choose to um if they're really worth trusting and believing if you love them, if they're you know what I mean, choose to um choose to stand by them even when they're saying something crazy yeah like obviously pull them aside like in private and be like hey are you sure about this <laughs> but you know what i mean like in front of people like back then that's that's what killed me it wasn't that he like yes chicken little was saying crazy things but in front of everyone i wish that he would have been like hey everyone stop let me talk to my son for a minute like everybody just go about your business i'm sorry this happened let me talk to my son and then i wish he'd have pulled him aside and be like hey like what happened like what did you experience you know what i mean versus just being like i'm sorry everyone my kids the crazy you know what i mean well the thing is that like he he barely gave him a chance to like explain what was happening yeah he just like shut him down yeah instantly and it's like give him even if it's in front of people in private whatever like i just feel like if you truly love and care for someone you're gonna champion them believe in them support them at least hear them out in any circumstance in any environment whether it be in front of people or not so like obviously not a parent don't know but like i feel like it's worth saying like hey like let's hear what he has to say let's hear him out before we make any judgments or deem him crazy or ridiculous 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I think that that was the thing that got me is it's like no matter what the person you care about is saying, you got to stand by them in front of people. Well, I mean, and it's okay to say like if I don't even think you have to stand it's hard because you definitely need to at least hear them out. And that's the issue. Chicken Little wasn't being heard out at all. No. And now if you hear them out, and it's as someone in their circle that loves and cares about them, it's okay to say, you sound a little ridiculous right now. Or to even say, what do do you have anything to like prove this? Right? Like, can you show, can you show that there's something that you really saw? Because like, we don't see anything right now. None of us see anything. We, I love you. I care about you. I'm trying to defend you in front of all these people. But like, what do you have? You know what I mean? To go off of. Which is a valid question to ask someone, right? Yeah, I mean, that is valid, but you have to, like, I don't know. There's just so many different circumstances, and it's, like, at some point... Because there are going to be points where, like, let's say you murder someone. There's evidence that you actually murdered someone. Like, yes, I love and I care about you, but you murdered someone. You should go to jail for that. And I'm not going to support you and not going to jail. Like, you're going to jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's some things that warrant, like, not supporting. Well, yeah, Courtney, you took this a very different route than where my head was going. I know, but I'm just saying, like, no, you have to, saying. like, you can't things are so circumstantial. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, lo- you support, you love them regardless and you support them, but you have to hear them out and then make a decision about whether or not what people are saying about them in the situation are correct or not. And that's really deep in and of itself, Courtney, because when you really think about it, like if someone does something really, really wrong, that shouldn't change your love for them. What it should change though is, is maybe your like of who they are as a person or what they've done. And you have to kind of say like, Hey, I still love you, but I'm not going to support you in this. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or but you op- can't do that unless you hear someone out and see, exactly. hear their heart behind it. Exactly. And their intent and what they're doing. Yeah, that's good. Wow, I was not expecting to get into this deep of a discussion about Chicken Little. <laughs> um, my least favorite character, because we're still <laughs> on this, is Foxy Loxy. I hate her. I don't hate her because I don't hate anyone, but I hate her. She's like the worst. She's, I mean, I think, yeah. She's the worst. She's, and Goosey Lucy is just enables her and eggs her on and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Until she gets vaporized and she was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like, like this. Foxy gets vaporized and Goosey's like, I'll stop. I'm not a part of this. Yeah, I love that. Uh, let's talk about characters in general. Um, I love the mayor. He's like so stupid, and they're constantly having to hold up signs to like tell him how to react to things. It's really, really funny. Um, I really like um, the principal. He's played by one of my favorite actors, Wallace Shawn. Yes. And what all is he in? He's in a lot of. He's Disney in stuff. a lot of things. Okay. He's in Rome Gossip off. Girl, Ooh. which I love. I didn't know that. Gossip Girl's one of her favorite shows. Gossip Girl. I'm he's surprised Rex. you haven't gone on like a, uh, a watching spree of it recently. It's been a long time since you watched well, it. I took it off Netflix. So. Oh shoot. Um, he's Rex in Toy Story. He's in The Princess Bride. He is inconceivable. I feel like the Princess a Bride. On my microphone. Okay. Um, he is. Macy. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's Principal Mazer in a Goofy movie. He is in Kung Fu Panda. Ooh. The TV show Legends of Awesomeness. Ooh. It's exciting. He is in Beneath and Ferb for an episode. <laughs> he's in Adventure Time for an episode. He's in Family Guy. He's in Family Guy a lot. 
Maybe he's not in a goofy movie. He should have popped up sooner. Well, it didn't... Uh, Order by, like, how when it came out. Yeah, like... Oh. Well, can you scroll line. down and see if he's in it or not? He's in Air Buddies. He is in... Oh, he's Mr. Incredible's boss. Yes. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. When he throws him through the wall. Oh, yeah. so good. Um... He must be in a lot of stuff. He is in a lot of stuff, and I don't want to scroll too fast because I don't want to miss anything. He's in Clueless. Ooh. He is the principal in a goofy movie. Let's go. I knew it. His voice is just so iconic. It is. He says this really cool line where he's like, you need to get your son um, you need to get your son under control before he ends up in the electric chair in a goofy movie, and it's like really like extreme for no reason. He's good at being like... Over dramatic. Over dramatic. He just has that voice where you believe what he's saying. Yeah. Like his, he's calm and then he can like flip a switch instantly with just his voice and it's so cool. Yeah. Like um, him as Rex is so iconic. Like all the, now, this is not a Toy Story episode, but like all the lines, he has so many iconic lines as Rex in Toy Story. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Um, this movie, it was carried by the characters more than the plot. Um, in my humble opinion, I like the the cast together, the four friends, mm-hmm. uh, Ugly Duckling, Fish Out of Water, um, Runt. Runt, and then uh, Chicken Little. They were all really funny together. Yeah. They like had their own personalities and it just came together really funnily to me. Like they, every scene with them all is just really funny. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Any other characters that you thought that, that um, need mentioning or that you liked a lot? No. I thought all the townspeople were really cool. I thought it was funny that the uh, firefighter was a Dalmatian. You didn't notice that? Yeah, it was really funny. Um, okay, cool. What's your favorite scene? What's your favorite scene? <laughs> you go first. I didn't need to think about it. Go. Um, I think my favorite scene is probably... I like the whole scene when he hits the ball and he's like running around the bases. Yeah, it's really cute. Give me a lot of a lot of anxiety though. <laughs> you ran the wrong way. <laughs> it's like that's an intense scene, and the mayor's like freaking out. The turkey mayor's like freaking out, and then he goes like so many different directions, and then yeah, he figured he ends up making it back. But, yeah. Yeah. You didn't give me enough time to think about my answer. A runner-up scene for me would be um, when he goes up to the roof and he like looks at the star and talks to it. You find out later it's not a star. Oh, yeah. But he's like, he's like, just, just give me a chance. He doesn't even say I need you to do. This. He's like, just give me a chance, give me yeah. the opportunity, and then he takes the chance. Yeah. It's awesome. And then the coach, like the coach, is just like, you have a small strike zone. They can't strike you out. Don't. And everyone's like, oh, he's just, just gonna walk him. And he swings. Strike one. Strike two. And then he like fixes his helmet and he just like really grits his teeth. And then that third pitch comes and he just hits it. And it's so good. And no one's paying attention because they know they count him out. They count him out. They, yeah. Their gloves are on the ground. It's so good. I agree. It's really good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think I really like the scene when they're doing karaoke. They're like. Chicken, it's like the night after they came oh, yeah, yeah, Chicken yeah, Little's yeah. like in his bedroom with his dad and like the, he ends up calling the friends because he the, the the thing from the yeah. ship fell yeah. and they're all like singing karaoke and it just is really funny. That is really funny. I agree. That is really, really funny. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, My least favorite scene. Mm. 
I think any scene where Foxy is being mean to them. Yeah, I would agree. For me, it's any scene where like Chicken Little is like trying to tell. Like the one scene that's really frustrating is like the UFO is about to take off. It's like hurry up! Hurry I know, up. and they are like looking at like a nickel on the ground. They're like and it's one like, second too late, and they've yeah. seen it all. Um, and it would have like vindicated him. That was really frustrating to me. Probably my least favorite scene. Um, it's funny though. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and then they all like move forward, and then the, the turkey mayor like circles back around and grabs the nickel <laughs> or the penny or whatever it was. Yeah, really funny. just yeah. Uh, scenes in general. This this movie had a lot of really cool scenes. Um, I like the scene when they're on the spaceship. It's like really fun. Um, I like the scene where like at the end you find out that the people that are like robot aliens like have people inside of them. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Um. What about you? Any other scenes that you liked? None that stick out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, normally we do favorite song, but um, obviously there's no soundtrack to this. And when it comes to soundtrack, it's not a musical. Not a musical, yeah, it's not a musical. But I thought that the uh, I thought the soundtrack was good. I like the opening song when he's like um, riding around the city and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You think this movie's over or underrated? I think it's underrated. I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. It has terrible reviews. Really? If you want to look it up on Google, terrible reviews, which I thought were not fair because I thought it wasn't that bad. It's got like a four, like a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and I don't think it deserves that. I don't think it's that bad. I don't, I'm not saying it's like the best movie ever, but um, it definitely doesn't have... It's like a 36%. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. But Google is like 79%. So, I mean, that's like. Families fair. probably. Yeah, families probably enjoy it, I'm sure. But, um, but I mean, I think it's. I, mean, th- I think it's cute. I think it's a good, like, movie. It's not something I'm going to go back and rewatch every day of my life because it's just that good. But. Oh, yeah, for I sure. mean, every, like, once in a while, it's like a nice little funny, sentimental movie to put on. Yeah, I agree. That's good. I'd say underrated as well. I think that it definitely should probably be a little bit more popular than it is. There's zero representation in the parks. Like zero representation. Um, but there's better movies than Chicken Little that don't have representation in Disney parks. So, understandable. Um, um, he used to be in the parks. Yeah? Yeah, there's this picture of Chicken Little and the Ugly Duckling. That's cute. In Magic Kingdom. When did this movie come out? 2006? 2005, I think. Five, yeah. Yeah, 2005. That's an older movie, for sure. Um, 18 years old, so... Yeah, and it's not one of those... Unfortunately, it's not one of those that's going to stay iconic long enough to like stand the test of time. Which no, make- and they were in the parks as, like... From what I'm seeing, like, even, like... um. 2019, 2020, and then they just really haven't been back. They're like those weird characters where it just is, they're kind of quirky and not everyone knows them or likes them. Yeah, that's my fear for some movies that we love, and it's just is what it is. I, I'm glad that Goofy movies actually making a resurgence because people are, whatever, for whatever reason, now are like in love with that movie again. But, um, like Raya the Last Dragon and even Onward, like those are movies that are dear to our hearts, but I don't know if they'll ever have park-like representation heavily just simply because um, I don't think a lot of people have like seen them or yeah. or like care about them that much, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, what's the theme from this movie to apply to your everyday life? I mean, I think I already talked about mine, but just like... 
I don't know, don't count people out. Hear them out. Believe in them. Obviously, if they give you a reason to not believe in them and do something wild, don't believe in them or support them if it goes against what you believe. But, like, your people are your people for a reason. Like, if you're going to just discard them so easily, why are they your people? Yeah. I mean, obviously, sometimes, like, family can't choose. But when it comes to, like, friends, the people that you can choose, like, just don't discount them and throw them to the side so quickly. Like, hear them out. Listen to them. Yeah. Find out their heart and their intent behind their actions and their words and then go from there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, ditto that. I definitely agree with that theme. I know we already talked about that a little bit. I also really like the, um, just the theme of like finding friendship with people who like, they were outcasts, but they were outcasts together. So it's like finding people that are yeah. having kind of on the same journey as you, um, is important. That was really cool. And like their friendship that they had together was really, really, really cool. Like the, the, the four friends. Yeah. I like that a lot. Like they didn't have much in school, but they had each other and they made the most of it. And yeah. I think that's, that's cool. But I think that's a great, that's a great theme to take away from the movie. And then I also think like, uh, the under the glaring theme that, that we haven't talked about yet. was just, uh, um, was Abby always telling, um, chicken little talk to your dad, talk to him, tell him how you feel, tell him yeah. that it's real. Don't just, don't just say, Oh yeah, I, I lied about it. Like, no, you didn't lie about it. You thought you was real and you believe it's real. Talk to him about it. And, um, you know, if, 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 if something happens, like vindicate yourself, like tell people like, no, no, I know that you don't believe me, but like, this is what happened. Like, don't stop standing up for yourself Yeah. and talk to people about your feelings. That was really, really good. I agree. Um, do we have any movie drinks or snacks during this? I made you a drink for it. I made myself a drink for it. I did your, um, your new pineapple. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that, well, it's in the pineapple, but it's good. It's really good. Yeah. I did it with that with some limoncello and then some lemon. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, cool. Why don't you take a couple minutes and talk about what we got going on for the rest of the month? Okay. Well, I think next week we're doing holes. Yep. We got holes and then we have, let me look at these. Holes, Emperor's New Groove, and then Alice in Wonderland. Super excited. The live action. The live action, awesome. Right, that's what we decided? Yeah, we're switching it up. Normally we do the animated one first, we're going to do the live action one first for Alice, and then we're going to come follow back around in a couple of months or a couple of years or whatever we do and do the uh, animated one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's no, cool. That's fun. I'm excited to watch Holes. I'm also really excited to watch um, Emperor's New Groove. is one of my favorite movies. Same. I'm excited I to watch that. I you think they should have turned. Um... What's that ride? Oh, Splash Mountain into Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. It could have been like Isma's little like thing, like the roller coaster that it's she super has. Super doesn't go with the theme of the land, but I think it would have been great. It'd have been dope. Cool. Any closing thoughts? Anything else you need to say? No. All right. I'm tell them where they can find us. Find us on Instagram at Wish Upon a Sparks Podcast, or me at Wish Upon a Sparks, or TJ at at tsparks31 tjsparks31 tjsparks31 um, or you can email us at wishuponasparks at gmail.com yep make sure you follow both Instagram pages we have wishuponasparks and wishuponasparks podcast both of them post podcast content however the podcast page is the one that you're going to primarily find links to episodes and things like that 
Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. We can't wait to see you again next week for Holes. Hope you have a magical Monday and a magical week. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Whoop, whoop. Goodbye. Bye, friends. Bye.